Our visitors are blessing this morning to hear testimony from Brother Isaac Lee. He's going to be sharing uh, his mission testimony with us. Um, Isaac is probably one of a handful of harvesters who, harvesters who from baby to adulthood has been at our church. I think he was a harvester before we were even officially named Harvest. And so he's someone whose brothers love to many a mission trip. And so um, someone that I, I try to say happy birthday to every year uh, because our birthdays are on the same day. So uh, with that, let's uh, yeah, give him a warm welcome as he comes and shares God's work in his life and in my church. Good morning. For those who don't know me, my name is Isaac and I live in Tampa, where I teach as an adjunct faculty instructor at a community college while also applying for medical school. I grew up here at Harvest literally since I was a baby, as Ms. Eugene said, and to answer a question I seem to be getting more frequently, no, this is not my first time at Harvest. Last year I went on our mission trip to Ecuador, and today I'm here to share my testimony. In 2011, uh, as our team of eight prepared to leave for our third mission trip to Ecuador, Pastor Gil informed us that it would likely be our last year uh, in Ecuador. Our church's commitment is to go to places where our missionaries are serving, and our dear, or, sorry, where our missionaries are serving, and our missionary in Ecuador had left earlier that year. On August 4, 2011, one of our dear brothers and close friend, Joshua Tico Kim, drowned in a local river. Tico's death wasn't merely a loss for us to endure. Tico's death did something in Ecuador that we had been trying to do since 2009, connect deeper with the people of Ecuador. The day Tico went missing, I remember seeing the villagers we had worked with rally together to find Tico. They used their own resources to search from dawn till dusk, and our team was unified with these communities to a degree greater than we could have ever imagined. God was showing us that our work in Ecuador was not done, and as I witnessed this, I promised to return every year that I was able. Ecuador is special to me, and I'm indebted to Tico because he helped me understand God's calling for my life. Had it not been for Tico's death, I never would have returned to Ecuador. Had I never returned to Ecuador, I never would have seen Dr. Chris Lee and Dr. John Kim provide dental services to the communities we worked with. And had I never witnessed the impact of their dental services, I never would have decided to pursue medicine with hopes of having a similar impact. I'm pursuing a career in medicine so that I could use it as a tool for sharing the gospel. Because of Tico, Dr. Chris, and Dr. John, I found my calling in life. Now I can stand here and share the amazing things God is doing in Ecuador and the ways that the gospel is spreading in the Amazon. I can show videos and share the joy every time uh, I watch Special K, Michelle, and Sarah do crafts with the kids, or every time Kenny, Carlos, and Joseph acted like chickens for a skit. But what I desire is for you to witness these joys yourself. With that said, I want to share three reasons I once gave for why I should not go on missions and testify how God faithfully removed those barriers in my life. Reason number one, money. Since 2007, I have been on a total of 12 mission trips. And through the faithful partnership of those called to send, I have not paid out of pocket for any of them. I am blessed beyond, or I am beyond blessed by the overwhelming support I receive, and I'm continually surprised at the people who, quote unquote, come out of the woodwork to support me, both financially and through prayer. Pastor Gail once told me, God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the call. For those of you who are hesitant to go on missions because of the cost, I'm confident that if God has called you to go, he will provide you with partners who will richly supply you in both prayers and finances. Reason number two, I don't have time right now. I'll wait till things die down. One thing I've learned over the years is that things will never slow down. Last year, I was anxious about Ecuador because I needed to study for the MCAT. I had taken it multiple times before, and this is my last chance to do well. Between working three jobs, volunteering at the hospital, filling out medical school applications, and of course studying, I was tempted to say, I don't have time to go to Ecuador this year. 
I'm glad that I missed all the business I decided to go because after returning from Ecuador, I took my MCAT and actually scored higher than I expected. I'm glad I didn't use the excuse of being busy to not go as I was able to see God's faithfulness once again. Reason number three, I'm not talented or have any skills, would I even be useful? I used to think this about myself. I'm not funny, I can't act, I'm not musically talented, and maybe I'm not even holy enough to share the gospel. But God had been equipping me to be used by him even before I knew. I started learning Spanish in high school, and during that time I got my first job at Puma in the premium outlets. Um, while there, I got to practice Spanish with many tourists. However, when I started going to Ecuador, I realized I only knew what I like to call retail Spanish. I knew how to ask what size, what color, would you like some socks with that? But I never really knew how to hold an actual conversation in Spanish. But as I continued to return to Ecuador, my Spanish improved drastically and now I'm able to translate for our team in certain instances. <clears throat> God has equipped me and reminded me that he doesn't call us because we're equipped. He calls us and then he equips us. Last year I remember asking Albert King, what made you come to Ecuador this year after not coming since 2009? He responded, I felt called to come, so instead of waiting and giving myself a chance to come up with an excuse, I just signed up and didn't look back. I want to encourage anyone who feels this way to do the same. My hope and prayer through this testimony is to do what Pastor Dale encouraged me to do last year, to return to Harvest and encourage everyone to come and see the work of God in the world. To not just hear, but to see what I see, to see what Tico saw, and to be a part of the awesome things that God is doing in Ecuador through our church. I'm reminded of all the people in this room that have encouraged me, modeled a Christ-centered life for me, and molded me into who I am today. People like Pastor Gail and Miss Olivia, Mr. Eugene and Miss Pomey, Dr. Chris and Ms. Haley, and Mr. James and Ms. Casey, to name a few. As I think about how you all have supported me, prayed for me, and encouraged me in ways I can never put into words, I hope and pray that the testimonies of those who have been to Ecuador will encourage you to apply for our mission trip this year and experience the same support that I experienced since I was young. Thank you to everyone who supported me last year. I also want to thank those who have given to bless those in Ecuador. In 2017, I set up a project that allowed us to provide shoes to those in Ecuador who didn't have them. Because of your generosity, we provide over 100 pairs of shoes to Ecuadorians of all ages, from infants to adults. As you have done for me, please continue supporting missions for the sake of the next generation of missionaries who will be sent out. Please don't let your age, your experience, your money, busyness, or insecurity keep you from the blessings God has in store for you this year. I encourage you, Harvest, to pray, save, and ask God why you should not go to Ecuador. If God doesn't give you a good reason, do as Albert did and just apply. Today's a deadline, so I encourage you, no, actually, I dare you, to trust that God will provide in every possible way. Mark your calendars for July 14 to 19. Stock up on lots of sunscreen and bug repellent. Let's serve together in Ecuador this year.